there have been improper intimacies. Welcome to Improper Intimacies. It's a big day, so we hope you have your blunts in hand. I hope you have a cocktail. I've got my best friend, that guy over there. That's Matthew. And that How guy. you doing? I'm good, hunting. That guy over there is Victor. How are you, my love? Oh my goodness, it's such a big day. This it's a big day. Is, um, should we let them know what's going on on this day of our Lord, 2021? 20, 21. Of course. Yeah, I mean, those 2021. You I'll let you tell them. Um well, <clears throat> it is upon this day one year ago uh that Victor and I embarked on a journey into the world of cybernetics, uh <laughs> weed field fantasies and a whole lot of nonsense. Um, it's our it, birthday. It's our birthday. <laughs> it's, our, it's our birthday. It's impro- improper intimacy's first birthday. We are one year old. Well, our podcast is one year old. So happy happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Can you believe we've been doing this for a year already? It's so crazy to think, like. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. I was telling Roger. I'm like, I was like, it's a, spe- it's our special episode, so we're recording today. And he was like, oh, well, what's the occasion? And I was like, it's our one year. And he was like, you've been doing it for a year, <laughs> right? It's so, it's so wild. Like, I mean, we started this like l- last year, and it was we were quarantined. Hmm. No, we weren't quarantined. We were, we were we were quarantined. It was like towards the end. Time is an illusion. Time is an illusion. It was the we're still in pandemica era, and you know, we were just kind of like let's fucking do this, and I went and got a mic, and the rest is history, and now. Uh, okay, so. Maybe you, maybe like our listeners can agree with us, but um, this is our friendship time because we don't, we don't like, yeah, we're in two separate cities, mm-hmm. you know. Sure, we we do text all day every day, mm-hmm. but like I was, I was, um, I was talking to Daniel earlier, and I we were talking about having a cocktail with each other and I had had one with him and he was like well you have one with Matthew every single time you record with him and I'm just like yeah I do but like that's our friendship time like <laughs> that's why I do it and that's like I'm not saying I don't enjoy it with you but like you know you have your friend time mm-hmm. and like you figure out when you can you know mess with us of course we have to do better because this is kind of like not it's a, not that it's a job but like because we're, we're having fun mm-hmm. but you know this is our time to catch up Kiki, laugh, bullshit, let each other know what's going on, mm-hmm. and then we're just glad that everybody's here with us. But you know, once again, happy birthday! I know, <laughs> and that's kind of that's kind of what a lot of people have said to us, like friends, family, you know, listeners. Um, that listening to the podcast is kind of like 
just hanging out with us um, and, and just like enjoying our conversation and our company. I've talked to many people who say they like find themselves responding to uh, <laughs> our conversation and like, yes, exactly. Or like wanting to throw their two cents in, which if you want to do that, feel free to message us on Instagram. Yes, you we, can. we will have, respond. We have we have received messages before and mm-hmm. we do respond to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's always fun to, you know, for to, to, to have our friends chime in, you know, and let us know that you're there because we know you're there. We see our numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just want to, you know, we want to engage with y'all more. And that's another thing, too, like not to toot our own horn. And I know that you and I have recorded an episode prior to this where we discussed this when it was a little closer to that time. But it hasn't been released yet because Matt has a new job and has been working nonstop. Um, Cheers to you. So happy for you. you. Yes. Um, Yeah. So that's been happening. Uh, It. Where was I going with this? But, like, the fact that... Okay, we've been doing this for a year now. This is officially a year. We've hit a thousand downloads. Like, that's fucking huge. I never... When you and I first started brainstorming this whole concept, idea, project, whatever you want to call it, um, I never in a million years thought, one, that we would last this long. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> calling it as I see it, calling it as I, I mean, see it. I mean, you know, no, of course, yeah. But two, that, like, we would have this much traction. I mean, and, and trust me, like, a thousand downloads in a year, there are podcasts who do that in a day, if not an hour. But for us being little nobodies from, you know, Central California, that's mm-hmm. kind of a huge thing. And, and, and it's, 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 it's exciting and it makes I'm not saying that this isn't worth it because we would be doing this whether or not we had the listenership or not but it's like oh we've got something we, we, we all did something we all did exactly. something here yes and I love it especially because you know you and I are the like we are the biggest stoners ever <laughs> and so sometimes more than not we go on little hiatuses mm-hmm. so you know for us to have this kind of traction with you know what we've put out is great and it's i'm i'm really happy to see what happens and what keeps going of it we're just two friends having fun and that's all it's this is what it's going to be yeah forever forever it, it's funny to see like the trajectory of where this podcast has gone over the last year because when we were brainstorming it at first um we were like, oh, we'll, we'll center it around film. We'll watch a movie each. We'll come and talk about it. Or we'll, like, talk about one of our favorite movies together or whatever. And then it kind of evolved into, like, well, what if it's an entertainment show? And we talk about entertainment news and stuff. And remember, as, what, we did, remember what we did Masterpiece Theater? Oh. <laughs> one episode. I'm dead. It, that might eventually come back. I mean, that's a possibility. We, we've played with segment ideas. But, like, the evolution of this whole thing and us trying to figure it out and, and find what it is that we um, want this to be and how it's organically kind of turned into this 
No, it's just you and I kikiing, catching up, doing our thing, talking about things we love, talking about our lives, and kind of documenting the last year of our life. Like, that is what's most insane to me. Because if you think about the things that have happened in the last year that we have discussed on this podcast, it's like, it's almost like this little time capsule or this little journal that you and I have together of... um, just like our lives and sharing our lives with each other and sharing our lives with the world and posting pictures on Instagram of the laundry that's behind me. <laughs> Cause we are real motherfuckers who yeah. have like, you know, I mean, everybody's real, but like we are they, I mean, I, I can honestly say sometimes I live in a simulation, but I manifest that shit for it to be real life. And let me tell you, it fucking happens. So if you're a dreamer, dream on, honey. Dream the fuck on. Look at I'm just I'm just getting all the chains all over my just today. So bedazzled. <laughs> but like, okay, major shit that's happened in our lives. Um. Pandemic, obviously everybody had to deal with that. Um, I went through two jobs. <laughs> like I, I, mm-hmm. I gained two jobs in the whole process of doing this. You've switched jobs. You've also moved, moved into LA. a completely different city. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy like, wild. Yeah, if you have that special person, which I am glad. I have my special person and my best friend to, like, be able to do, and not say do this, but just have fun, Mm -hmm. Um, because 20 years from now, this is going to be a thing of, like, what the fuck is a podcast, and we're going to have this journal that we can just go back on and be like, yo, Mm -hmm. remember the pandemic, remember... Fucking COVID. Remember this? Remember, like, it's just, it's gonna be so much fun to go back on and listen and just. Remember when you moved to happy, LA so. and the very first day you were there, you went and saw Christina Aguilera at the Christina. Hollywood Bowl? Like, <laughs> the first, the first fucking day. Like, who does, what happened? Like, what is that? But yeah, so happy birthday to us. Cheers, Miho. I love you. Thank love you too, Miho. And let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, how have you been? How's you, uh, the last couple of weeks been for you? What have you been up to? Um, so, I um, have been work. I just recently went back to work, which is great. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel and I are researching, like you know, where we can get our booster shot because we're in the process of figuring out, you know, not when, but like where we can go. And mm-hmm. luckily here in LA, there's a, there's a place like a mile away, but we're just kind of trying to figure out what day is best for us because we want to go together, and that way we can just remember like we did it together, and that way it's not like mm-hmm. when did you get yours? When it's just something like that. Um, yeah, we're just you know doing our thing. Um, nothing too crazy nothing too fun like not to say not too fun but like nothing that's just like oh my god i have to say this but um but like so this morning daniel and i woke up mm-hmm. and well last night we had plans like we made dinner together it was a really fun night uh we were laughing we were watching what do we watch okay okay so we watched the voice yeah. we were watching um no it's not you it's actually really good <laughs> i mean i don't i don't think i'm gonna watch i'm not gonna watch past the blind auditions because i feel like that's the best part um is it i don't know i like the i I like the band i only say that because um recently 
Rogelio has been watching a lot of like America's Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent, and The Voice auditions. And he's like, you have to watch this person. They, like, lost 14 toes, and they're singing about their dead grandma. See, and I'm I like... I don't give a fuck about that shit. I, I don't, don't care, care about that. And he's like, I, but, I, that, okay. but this boy, he, he wrote this song, and it's so beautiful. And I'm like, good for him. Like, when did yeah, you take his no. clothes off? I, <laughs> I honestly agree with you 100%. So... I, when I'm watching it, whenever they have like a backstory, I'm instantly fast forwarding. I don't give a fuck. Show me your talent. I want to see it, and I want to see who turns around for you. Mm-hmm. Like anytime. And honestly, I think it's because we had we grew up at the age of where American Idol was the first reality mm-hmm. singing. Not first, but like it was the big like show when we were like 13 it's 14, the reason 15. why we have so many of these in the united well i mean there was like there was star the, search and yeah like, and then of course there's like the stuff in the uk where american idol sort of you know and the, pop, where idol. pop idol was and, and that sort of thing yeah. crossing over into the states but like it's it was like the the huge show this juggernaut show that kind of i don't want to say caused <laughs> But I guess that's kind of the word. Cause these like it took, talent. It took the baton and it ran with it. Right. Yeah. And, it, and, and, and it's the reason why we have, you know, America's Got Talent. We've got The Voice. We've got uh, X Factor. We've got X Factor US. There's um, Making the Band. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's, there's so all many, of yeah, these so shows many. because of America. There's Idol. a new one. There's a new one called Avatar. It, it's not even like, I don't even, uh, oh my goodness. Let me figure out what the, what the name is. The Masked Singer. I mean... Yeah. I know a lot of these two are, like, American versions of international reality shows. But it's insane to see how, like, American Idol was pivotal in the way that singing competition shows have sort of grown yeah. and evolved. Because American Idol auditions, everyone, you know... Remember to, William yeah. Hung... Like, the phenomenon that was William Hung, because it was a shit audition on American Idol. And, like, America was like, this is hilarious! And we made this guy, like, popular for 15 minutes. Uh, I know we started talking about The Voice and went to American Idol, but the show that I was talking about, or mentioning about the um, Avatar, it's called Alter Ego. I'm not going to watch it because I have no desire to, but it's like... He's going to watch a premiere night. No. I'm truly not. It's already started. I'm really not going to watch it because I have no desire to. But it's like these singers create their avatar to be something that that is close to them or something. But the judges do not see the singer. They only see the avatar. Isn't that just the mass singer? But is Pretty it like much. But it's not all com- famous it's, people? It's... Com- yeah, it's not famous people, but it's computer generated. They're wearing like the whole avatar, like not avatar suit, but they're wearing like the three D dots on their face, and they've created their avatar. Like, there's this guy who's on a who's in a wheelchair on the show, but his avatar is able to walk. So I'm like, okay, cool, that's cute. But I'll, yeah, but, and behind that, I'm like, why can't this man in a wheelchair be a singer? Yeah. Like why did like why does he have to make it an avatar that can walk to be like for him to be relevant or, or you know a thing like 
I I don't know. I'm not I'm not downing it, but I just am like, yeah, I don't know if that's for me because it's 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 a bit odd. I like to see real life people, real life situations. Now, when it comes to backstories, I have like I not to say I don't care, but I'm at an age now where I'm like, show me your talent, and then we'll go forward. Well, also too, I mean, I'm not I. I don't want to say am, because I don't think you are very much anymore. But I wasn't the big American Idol stand that you were back in its heyday, where, like, Victor did not miss an episode of oh, American no. Idol for, like, it at least 11 seasons. seasons. I would say after eight. After eight. Was David Cook season eight? Or was he David Cook was seven. Okay. David Cook was seven, and then eight was. Oh my goodness! I I, I think it might have been David. Mm, I don't know. The minute they stopped releasing CDs and like. Yes. The American Idol best the best of American Idol. I was like, yeah, no, I'm out. See, and I didn't even watch season one of American Idol. I jumped what? in in season two. Yeah, I had this tendency back in the day, and sign, kind of sort of still do now, where when it comes to reality shows, I would always jump into season two. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. I did watch season eight, because, se- yeah, I stopped watching season eight, because that was Adam Lambert and, uh, and what's his name? Oh, my goodness. Um, Frankie Muniz. David Archuleta. It was Danny Gokey, Adam Lambert, and... Who's the little uh, twink you were obsessed with? Yeah, he, that's who I can't think of his name. RJ Helton. <clears throat> who was the winner? Dancing the Samba. It wasn't Adam mm-hmm. Lambert. Chris Allen was his name. Chris Allen. Yeah. Okay, wait. I did watch season 9 and 10 because Scotty McCreary was the winner, but that's kind of when I was like, mm, yeah, no. Season 10 is when I stopped. Truly. Thank you. I rushed my Yeah, case. season 10. You're right. You're right. Season 10. But we have... Yeah. There's some great winners in there that are still in the business. So if wow. you're into it, watch American Idol. Watch The Voice. It's fun. It's great. Um... I'm mean, not fun and great, but you know, you get. I I have fun. I have have fun. you have you jumped into the ABC version of it at all, or you're just like, no, I'm done. ABC version of American Idol. Yeah, you know, American Idol had this big goodbye, and then the next year, oh, ABC yeah, no. was like, eh, we lied, we got the rights. Yeah, no, mm-mm. I don't. I'm not a fan of Katy Perry, or I mean, I'm a huge fan of not Are a huge fan because I can't even. I, I enjoy her music. Um, Lionel Richie, I do love me some Lionel Richie, but no, it's it's not the same. It's, it, it will never be the same. No. Even if you have Ryan Seacrest, it's not the same. I mean, I was more of a Brian Duckleman anyway, so... You're a damn lie. You're a damn lie. That's the, the only reason why you say that is because he got fired. That's it. You're like, justice for Brian Duckleman. <laughs> Bring back the Duckleman. <laughs> Um, but back to you, not say you and I, but like real life situations. Daniel and I were supposed to go on a hike this morning. Mm-hmm. We had full intention on waking up and doing so. We woke up at nine. We're like, we're going to take Hamilton. We're going to go on a walk. 
and we had uh, Googled this this uh, trail that we had. We had it in our phone. We were on our way up the fucking mountain, going up. Both of us lost reception. And the minute we get to the road to get on to to go to the hike, which was like mm-hmm. probably still a three mile a three mile drive, mm-hmm. there's this gate that's fucking closed. And I'm like the fuck like what what's going on we can't like there's no, like I'm looking at the map right now there's no other way to get to this trail besides this one road mm-hmm. and this gate was closed and it would look like private property and I was like this is weird so Daniel kind of detoured and was like let's try to go around here and I'm like no babe I'm looking at this map right now and there is no way like this is that's the only road that's it and I had no service he had no service so we start driving down the mountain and where do we end up we end up in our favorite place Malibu so we're like let's just go to brunch so we so instead of going on this hike so we can get our fitness on and feel better about ourselves we go eat with Hamilton I mean Hamilton had a blast because he got out of the house and you know he he like he had fun, met mm-hmm. some other dogs, and it was great. But yeah, I mean, typical us. Typical. Fuck, fuck the fitness. Let's eat. Typical. Get to, get to the venue, ready to work out, get a sweat on, and then we're like, this is not for us. I'm hungry. This is not part of the narrative that I want today. So today. I'm gonna go get some food. So we're get, we're gonna reschedule. We're gonna do what we're doing this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Are you guys going to run in or? A different um, trail. Let me look it up real quick. I have it in my phone still, I believe. Oh, not that. I don't think. A red wig and a silver dress. I don't think. <laughs> I hate you. Um, no, not the cafe that we went to instead of the hike. Show <laughs> not me my, the cafe. Show me, show me my, my previous searches. <laughs> I don't I, I I can't find it. I don't know if I'm drunk. I don't know if I'm... I, I just can't function, but I know my phone's at 8%, and I'm going to need it. Um, news, big news today is um, Brittany's trial. She's still on trial today. Um, <laughs> not her, still on trial. <laughs> not trial. I'm sorry. What is it? I'm sorry. Not trial. <laughs> there is a trial, but yeah, Brittany she, is not, not on, on trial. trial. <laughs> I didn't realize that today was the day that she went to court for the whole eman- not emancipation of Mimi. Oh my god. <laughs> Who are we? What kind of what what this is some shenanigans. This is a I'm unsubscribe. No, don't <laughs> come back. Come back to me. Maybe come back. No, uh today is uh, a court date for Britney's conservatorship. That's the word I'm looking for, not emancipation. And the last time I checked an update, the judge, um, he suspended her father of, you know, being in charge of her mm-hmm. shit. That's the last update I saw, like, a couple hours ago. So, I mean, what time is it? It's 5 o'clock. It could be something going on right now. I don't know. But I was also reading as well that she got evaluated by a doctor to make sure that she was, quote unquote, sane to handle her own her own businesses and make her own decisions. So um, I think that's what they covered today. We shall see in the next days to come. But we have to push for this woman like she deserves 
to be her own person again. Not again, but like, I mean, she's been in the business since she was like 16, 17 years. Before no, no, no. That. 12, 12. Like, <laughs> like, I cannot fathom or I cannot process to think like, Today I was able to decide like I, I'm gonna go on a hike. Nope, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do brunch instead. I'm gonna go on a um, on a walk with my dog. I'm gonna come home. I'm gonna do laundry. I'm going to have a cocktail with my man. We're gonna go out for dinner later. I'm gonna record an episode. Like mm-hmm. she cannot she, that her days can never consist of her own decisions. And that is so sad. This woman deserves to like even if even if this is going to be her own downfall she did like like i'm not saying she deserves it not for me for herself for herself i could i honestly have i've recently started listening to britney music again but like if she decided i'm done i'm not gonna be like well fuck you i'm not gonna be like i'm done with britney no because I don't blame her. She did the damn thing. She, I don't blame her at all. Let let her do her. Let her be her. To put things into perspective, mm-hmm. um, Britney Spears' first uh, run on Mickey Mouse Club was in 1993. So Britney Spears has been in the public eye and in the entertainment industry longer than you and I have had full pop culture consciousness. Yeah. Like, isn't that mm-hmm. insane to think about? And, and and just to have your rights just, like, ripped away from you and stripped from you by the people who are supposedly your family and supposed to be there to support you, it just, it's heartbreaking. And when... Uh, a couple weeks ago, I posted on our Instagram story when uh, her dad was like, I'm going to step down or I'm going to propose that I step down as conservatorship, conservator of the conservatorship. I was like, one, why now? Right. All of a sudden you want to step down because you want what's best for your daughter. But also, two, it took this much To, to make you finally to make you finally like just be like oh I guess I'm giving up now and it's only because publicity and the heat and and, and, and her finally coming out and making a statement ha- has pushed you to this point had Britney not made that statement in court I don't think this would be going the way that it's been going lately Oh, correct. and that's Poor so shit. fucked up yeah. Mm, agreed, one hundred percent. Well, speaking of pop divas, Miss Lady Gaga. <clears throat> what does she do? Not only is Miss Gaga coming out with a new film in December, November of twenty twenty one, with the House of Gucci, or I'm sorry. With the father, the son, and the house of Gucci. Uh, that's its full title. Everybody make sure we say it right and correct. Um, which is rumored to be like almost three hours long. And I'm like, Ridley oh, Scott, God. no. 
two hours and 43 minutes is what this rough cut is, girl. Almost three like, hours is, long. Does it have any any chance of being condensed, or that's what it is? That's just the first. That's just, just the first cut. So hopefully, they'll knock off another twenty minutes. Because I, I don't know if I can sit in a theater and watch that. And if I do it at home, it's gonna be piecing it together over a couple of days. Anyway, <clears throat> actually, that's all. I'll I'll watch the whole thing in like one sitting. Oh, watch. so will I. Uh, <laughs> but, but, Lady Gaga just celebrated seven years since she released the Cheek to Cheek album with Mr. Tony Bennett. And this Friday, they're releasing their second album. Oh, I'm so excited. I mean, I, you know me, I love me some jazz music. I'm saying here for it. Um, I can't say that I, I mean, I'm probably going to get clowned on, not clowned on, but like, how dare you say you love jazz music and not listen to Tony Bennett. But, like, I don't really know a Tony Bennett song outside of Lady Gaga. But Mm -hmm. I'm still excited to hear, like, you know, I think this man is going to live for another 20 years. Like, he just can't be put down. As of this date, is 95 years old. He can't be put down. There's no way. (laughs) (laughs) He can't put an old dog down. No, you can't. No, you won't. No. Um, that <laughs> but I love how... I, I love the relationship that they have. Like, you can tell he adores her. Mm-hmm. Like, not in a creepy dad way, but just as, like, I see you as this, you know, successful woman, and let's just make beautiful music together. So, I'm excited for it. I'm here for it. I did hear their the single that they just released, mm-hmm. which is... It, it's really Thank you. Daniel and I had dinner to it the other night. It was really nice. Um, the video is adorable. It's just them in the studio. It's super cute. And these, like, small little intimate moments with them in between recording sessions. It's, I love it. I'm here for it. Yes. It's super exciting. The Tony Awards happened. <laughs> I was literally going to say, I am shocked that you have. No, we did not lead with this. <laughs> the Tony Awards happened. The Tony you Awards. You have watched. You watched part one. I've part, watched partial of part one and part two. Like, yes. You have yet. You have yet to watch part two, right? Correct. I have not had the time because that my work schedule is insane. <laughs> it is the better half, if I'm being honest. Well, I um, assume. Not to say the better half, because there was a lot of good things that happened in the first half. So let's talk Tony Awards. Tony Awards were hosted by the Queen, Audrey McDonald, for the award show half. And then the second half was hosted by the King, Leslie Odom Jr. Um, and it was a four-hour show. Like, if you mm-hmm. if you sat down and watched all, like, A to Z, it was a four-hour show. Um mm-hmm. That did not happen in either of our case, but let's jump into it. Um, let's do it. Um, so it's been two and a half years Damn. since the last Tony Awards. Damn. I, I could be a, a little wrong on those dates, but I, I, I believe it's been two and a half years since the last Tony Awards, which is understandable because in 2020, there were no... Uh, musicals or plays being put on on Broadway because well theater was shut down for a very long time 
it's barely opening back up, which if you want yeah. to talk about that, we totally can. Uh, but I, you know, did my job as a very gr- good and um, adoring best friend. Yeah. I did my job. You really did. Watching the Tonys and sending you updates because you were at work. And I don't have a lot of time, energy, or knowledge invested into this year's Tonys just because I know nothing about any of the shows. Um, There were only three musicals that were nominated. I do know that. There was Tina, the Tina Turner musical, which, you know, Mm -hmm. love a Tina Turner song, so we love a jukebox. Uh, Moulin Rouge, the musical, which is based off of the film. And then Jagged Little Pill, Pill, which is another jukebox musical. Based off of all of Alanis Morissette's music. No, just the... No, not all of... Just, just that just one the, album. Just that album. Just that one album. Sorry. Um, and... So, so there's that. Uh, there were a bunch more plays that were nominated. Just... It was like, what, six, seven plays that Correct. had nominations? So it was a very small pool, which generally is the case when it comes to Broadway stuff. Uh, because they're not like movies where you have a bunch coming out every single week yeah. for an entire year. I will say this. Um, if you haven't kept up with, you know, what's going on in Broadway, um, the th- you know, Broadway, the Actors Guild, they have been in under a huge microscope of, you know, um, there's been a lot of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Matthew? Like, they have been scrutinized... Mm-hmm. Which rightfully so, because I feel like the whole entertainment industry across the board needs to, you know, recognize this and change their ways. Um, but Broadway specifically has been, I don't say all about, but they've been called out on a lot of numerous of things, inclusion, um, just equal rights across the board, equal, equal pay for women, um, just safety of all of the uh the stage hands and you know all the people that work in the front of house so it was a great welcoming back i don't want to i don't want to yuck someone's muck i was very happy for all the awards that were given it kind of felt like a publicity stunt, but I will say this, let's see what happens next year and let's see the years to come. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very, very hopeful that it stays the same. And yes, we had a small pool of a total of seven shows to, to go from three musicals, four plays. Um, but all of this was done by people of color all of these shows had people of color in them so rightfully so give them the awards that they deserve but keep up with this traction that's what we want to see unfortunately though the tonys did not go that route just like the emmys and mm-hmm. awarded like two people of color with awards yeah and that two. was the same thing that happened at the emmys on the telecast the week prior to the tonys was Michaela Cole won Best Writing for a Drama uh, for a Limited Series uh, for um, shit. What's it called? Uh, 
not sorry to bother you. Oh, fuck, what is it? Um, it's on HBO, right? It's on HBO, yes. Uh, I'm blanking on the name. I'll, I'll try looking it up right now. But she won, which I I haven't seen that specific show because um, I've heard it kind of deals with uh, some dark sort of subject matter and I just have not been in the headspace to watch that but I will say I'm a huge huge fan of Michaela Cole I think she's a brilliant writer a brilliant actress Um, she did a show called Chewing Gum that I highly highly suggest everybody go out and watch you can find it on Netflix I think it was only like two seasons it is so well written and so fucking funny she's brilliant in it um, and I've just kind of been a fan of hers since watching that and have kind of picked up a few projects that she watched. So I was happy to see her win. But besides her and RuPaul for Best Reality that Show, was, that was, was it. it. There, there, there are no other people of color who won awards. Um, the, t- the name of the TV show is I May Destroy You. I May Destroy You. That's what it is. Yes. Um, oh, my God. Holy shit, that scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> what happened? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Hold on. <sighs> um, tell me why Lemon and Priyanka came in my ear full guns of blazing, screaming in my ear. I that scared the it. fuck out of me. I can hear it. Did you hear it? Yes! Oh god, that scared the fuck out of me. Holy shit. I love that Priyanka okay, I am so just sorry. came in your ear. <laughs> oh, they fucking came. Oh, that was terrifying. Did you, like, did you see <laughs> yeah, the <me> jump? <laughs> I did. I wish we were recording this in video quality, because... Holy shit, that was hilarious. Like, your face was like, did I just see God? <laughs> yeah. Literally. Um, but back okay, to the so Tonys. Sorry, back to the Tonys. Um, I will say this. I think that all award shows need to look at the Tonys and take some notes. Or actually, no, 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 no. I think that all um, TV stations that air award shows need to look at what CBS did in terms of airing the Emmys and the Tonys back to back, like a week after each other. Mm-hmm. And the way that they structured it, because holy shit, was this like, this is how Knocking I want him. award shows to go. Knocking him out of the ball. Like literally one, like two presenters presented three awards in a matter of four minutes. minutes. Yeah. I I love the fact... Well, my number one thing about this whole thing is that you could stream them live. Mm -hmm. You could stream the Emmys and you could stream the Tonys live off of Paramount Plus and then after the show was over, you could stream them again on Paramount Plus if you missed it on CBS or wherever it is that you would normally watch it. Uh, I will say I was a little peeved that um, part two of the Tonys, which is the big Broadway's back musical extravaganza, uh, didn't air immediately on Paramount Plus because of where I'm located um, 
just in terms of time zone wise. Yeah. So it wasn't going to air until 9 p.m. because that's when it would air on CBS. And I'm like, no, ma'am, we're not doing this. No, 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 no. I got to be in bed by like 8:30. I don't think so. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. partly why I haven't caught up with that yet. But the fact that you could go back and stream the awards show is yeah. so fucking cool to me. Yep. I also uh, will say that the Tonys, especially, like you were saying, literally like, okay, we're presenting these three tech awards for musical. And they're like, okay. Then the lady comes on uh, on the thing and she's like, Moulin Rouge was nominated for Tina Turner the musical, blah 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 blah. You know, like and then it would like name every award in those categories that those shows were up for. And I like that structure because it boom got it out of the way. Like, could you imagine if the Oscars were like, okay, we're gonna do sound um and musical score and original song all in one go and they're like okay this movie was nominated for blah 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 this movie is nominated for blah 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 and then you're like okay we're gonna present best lighting first winner is so and so boom they get on stage okay next award is best production design um because they I announced it, it, it flowed so well. It yes. made the night. I mean, there were some tech categories where I'm like, I don't really care. But that's when you, you know, go make yourself a drink or go use the bathroom right. or whatever. But there was still How? good speeches. No, for sure. How nice would that be, though? Because a lot of that airtime is them doing those awards single, like one, right? Like, not one after the other, but like, okay. Award, commercial break, award, commercial break, award, performance, commercial break. If they did all of that, they would be able to, I'm not saying make these stars bigger than what they are, heads bigger than what they are, but let's see, uh, let's see that monologue that fucking Meryl Streep uh, did not just behind behind the the camera screen, but let's see her perform that monologue on the stage for the for the award of best actress that mm-hmm. she could possibly win tonight. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. gives more room for that kind of stuff because that's why we go and see these films. That's why they're so iconic. You know, so mm-hmm. ABC producers, you if you're listening, I mean, imagine. Hey, hi. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> next year, February of next year, you and I sit down to watch the Oscars and we're able to stream it on either Disney Plus or even better, Hulu. And mm-hmm. this was the thing while I was watching um, it on Paramount Plus was that during the commercial breaks, they were advertising their shows. Yeah. So that's yeah. like if you've got people checking in and watching such and such award show on your streaming platform because every studio has a streaming platform now. Mm-hmm. You can advertise it, your new slate of shows and you get that buzz generated because it was literally the five same shows that I saw over and over and over again. I'm not Isn't saying that- like that as a bad thing. I'm just saying like yeah. I, I got to know these shows that were coming up and I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to watch that. I want to watch that. Like there's a show right. called Ghosts coming out. I want to watch it. It looks hilarious and cute. Yeah. Isn't it crazy to think that cable and satellite is, like, not a thing anymore? It is weird to think about that. 
Because I remember like, growing up, it being a thing of, oh, well, I don't have cable, so I can't watch that. Yeah. Or having to go buy a black market box that was somehow able <laughs> to get every channel, including you mean, the porn ones with the lines. You mean the ones after 10 o'clock where it would <laughs> switch over from that same pay-per-view movie they were showing all day to... <laughs> Welcome to Dirty Sex Talk. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no. But, um, yeah, we, like, totally went on three different trajectories. But back well, to the Tony that's Awards. That's the name of the show. The performances gave me all the life. Daniel was over me by... Like we had to switch it up. One night was the awards, the second night was the was the performances, but he was just like, Are we doing this? And I just was like, You don't have to do a damn thing. But yes, <laughs> I am doing this. I'm doing this. Like I have not had this for a whole year, like almost two years. It needs to happen. So yeah, the performances were amazing. The Jennifer Holiday show, like not say show because it wasn't her like all her show, but that performance, that woman has not aged. Okay, in my opinion, I don't know if you remember the when she performed on American Idol with no. Jessica. It was just Jessica Sanchez is who she performed. She no. sang, and I'm, I'm telling you, with Jessica Sanchez, that was probably season nine. I don't remember what season it was, but it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um. She looked younger now than what she did then. Stunning. I, I shoot, shoot. Go. <laughs> I can't form the sentences nor the words. She looks so good, and yes, Jennifer Holiday when she sings, she is the woman of many different faces. But what comes out of her mouth is phenomenal. Like I, people were on their feet at the beginning of that fucking number. I cried the last minute of that number. You know that that big finale where she's like yeah, yeah. really and I yeah uh huh yeah you know that whole just ugly cry like oh my god this is so beautiful what am I watching it I was mean, beautiful I hate the fact that Jennifer Nettles then was like I'm releasing a Broadway album so I'm going to perform too afterwards it was like Not no just that she's no, she's going to be in Waitress. Jennifer Nettles is taking over for Waitress. Well, it's been lovely celebrating our one-year anniversary with you guys. Thanks for <laughs> listening to Improper Intimacies this week. I've got to go done. wash my brain out. <laughs> Can you believe that's happening? I mean, proud of her. Do, do the damn thing. But here's what I want. And I know I'm like demanding a lot right now, but here's what I would like. In the second half... They had uh, Leslie Odom Jr. and his wife, Nicolette. I believe Nicolette... I don't want to say Sheridan, but that's the name that's coming to my mind. Um, his wife, Nicolette, she has. She was in Waitress before Shoshana Bean took over. Mm-hmm. So um, she's already done the show. But they sang... As a duet in the second half, You Matter to Me. That is one of the most prettiest Broadway I Love You songs um, that's been written in a very long time. But um, they sang it together, and it was so pretty. I just was sitting there with my mouth open, and I was looking, and I just was like, 
why is Jennifer Nettles taking over? Mm-hmm. She needs to go back and do this show as well as cast Leslie Odom Jr. as Dr. Pometer because that right there yep. is beyond facts. Like, that is what the world needs. Like, it just was beautiful. We had iconic duets. Like, you were, like, you were, you hinted to me, and when I watched it, I have been the bear of, like, pushing these this bad energy upon these two women. Um, I don't know where I got it from, but, like, this whole Adina Menzel, Kristen Chenoweth feud... I mean, that's like, kind of been the rumor for... Quite some time. Over a decade now. Wick- okay, you need to back up. No, you're causing my audio to peak. You need to stop. Um... I mean, it's kind of been... There's, like, kind of been this, uh... This, like, rumor... Unspoken... Yeah, like... Un- that like, since, what, 2003, 2004, when Wicked mm-hmm. premiered on Broadway, that the two of them hated each other. And, um... Can you stop? Which is also sad, because, like... We're talking about diversity. We're talking about inclusion. Mm-hmm. Why do... Like, I'm very upset with myself for, like, letting, informing Daniel that these women have a quote-unquote feud. Like, why do we have to put, like, why, Victor, why did you pit two women against themselves? You don't even know them. But no, I mean, you can't, you can say, you know, I should not have thought that, blah, blah, blah. But it's not just you. We do that all the time society does that all the time look at Nicki Minaj and Cardi B look at Nicki Minaj and Lil Kim look at Britney and Christina <laughs> Hillary and, and Mariah right like <laughs> Nicki and everybody <laughs> well Nick, well Nicki the problem Nicki Nicki <laughs> Nicki the problem Nicki and, and giant testicles uh, <laughs> Nicki and the COVID vaccine <laughs> <laughs> Like, it, this has gone on... Like, there's that famous photo of... I believe it's James Mansfield? J- I mean, not James. That's a drag queen. <laughs> Jane Mansfield and <laughs> Sophia Loren, I believe. Uh-huh. Where Keep it's going. like... I Sophia, have to go... I, I gotta go potty real quick. Okay. Keep going. Where Sophia Loren um, is looking at Jane Mansfield and giving her, like, this dirty look. I mean, they even recreated the photo in uh, Modern Family. So it's like there's been this thing where we just pit women against each other for no reason and it's just a crock of shit and we need to we need to stop doing that. But as I was saying before, like I forgot that I was fed this information that these two women had a feud. But like I mean they may, they may have. They may have. It rightfully so. But why is that any of our business in public to, to know that? Cool. And to constantly bring the, it up? Yeah. Um, they sang Four Good together. Um, it's the finale song in Wicked. One of the, like, it's the, yeah. And I was bawling my eyes out. It wasn't Adina that made me cry. It was Kristen Chenoweth. Like, those... I felt like she was singing to Adina. Like, it wasn't like, I am this character, you're this character. 
And maybe like of course I brought like I was thinking of oh my god they're feuding and they they've sing they were singing with each other this beautiful song so yes I went there but because I went there I felt that emotion whether or not that's what it was but I felt it and I just was like yo this is like just I was slapped and I was ugly crying like. My mama hit me and I didn't know what why she hit me, but I just was feeling all these emotions and I just was like, "What is this? Why is this happening?" Like it was it was beautiful. Christian Channels was wearing this pink gown. She looked great. Adina was wearing this black dress. She looked she did good. I mean, we all know Adina's not the best life, but you know, mm-hmm. it was it was still beautiful at the end of the day. And I just was like, wow. Then after that, they brought on Adam Pascal and um, I was going to say Roger. What's his name? Adam Pascal and... Anthony Rapp. Um, and Anthony Rapp. And they sing um, from Rent, uh, You're What You Own, which is great. I was kind of upset that they cut that song. Like the, like the big moments that they, that they have in that song were kind of cut. A little bit um, and for good got the whole three and a half minutes but after that performance I still got my life because I was like these men still got it like they still have it um, and then after that um, I believe um, Audra McDonald and his name is And Brian Stokes Mitchell, which I will say this, Brian Stokes Mitchell is a handsome man. He is gorgeous. For being older as well, um, they sing a duet that they have they had in their musical that they starred in from Ragtime, Wills of a Dream. Uh, Matthew not when you familiar. I am not I was not familiar with this song either. But when I when I tell you everything that is going on in the entertainment industry with inclusion and all this, when you watch it, you're gonna cry because it was it's a love song that these two people are sharing. But he is telling her like, I can't love you. Like we cannot get married because we are because we are black we don't have the same rights as people and I want to give you the world but I can't because of the color of my skin like it broke my heart and they were they zoomed in on many actors many people in the audience and the those people were crying their eyes out like it it was gorgeous and I I couldn't I I haven't talked about it since then. Like Daniel was sitting right next to me, but I just was like I I, I couldn't talk about it. I just was like, wow, that was gorgeous. That was beautiful. Do you know anything about ragtime or is it just a I musical know, that's kind of out of your wheelhouse? Out of my wheelhouse, it's like of course shame not to say shame on me, I'm not gonna shame myself, but it's not a Victor kind of musical, but because of that performance, you want to start doing research. I truly want to. I want. I, I want to listen to it, and I want to get into it. I love Audra McDonald's hometown queen. I love her, and she really is talented. If there is a butt, I'm going to hit you. I'm trying not to make a butt. Um, 
I'm trying not to make a but. But. Just do it. Just say it. Come for I can't get I, I I can't fully get into some of her work, which doesn't make it not good because she is amazing at what she does. But I have to take it with a grain of salt walking into it because sometimes it can it get it, it's just not it's just not my cup of tea. But I want to try my best to go for it because that performance just gave it to me. It gave it to me. I was sold. I I mean not only because Audra is from our neck of the woods mm-hmm. but I have been a fan of her work um, for a while and it wasn't until Lady Day Sings the Blues is that what was that what the, correct uh huh yep or Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill that's what it is yes uh huh did I fall in love and was like oh that's why that's why this is the first actor mm-hmm. period to have six Tonys in all major categories yeah correct like, yep if you have yet to go see it please 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 do yourself a favor find it on streaming Lady Day at Emerson Spar Girl <sighs> she plays Billie Holiday it's basically a one-woman show. It's like recreating um, one of her f- last performances. One of her concerts, yeah. And it is just so, so fucking well done. The way that she just like disappears into the role is is insane. Um, before we move on to a different topic, I do want to say that um, the because the Tonys is an award show that is focused on performance like like I mean it, it's for Broadway so it's all theatrical um, projects that, that are being recognized but it kind of falls into the same camp as like a VMAs or a Grammys where they do the performances and the awards but like the performances seem to kind of like outshine and overdo the awards moments I really hope that at the next Grammys, which it was just announced that the cutoff for uh, the Grammys is ending soon, or has ended, um, that... I hope that the Grammys, because also they air on CBS, so I'm hoping that Paramount and CBS do this, where... They do, there are so many awards the Grammys give out that they start the awards like way before like the big major stars get there on the red carpet. And I want them to telecast that just like they did with the Gram- with the Tonys because the first two hours were literally every award, boom, 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 get it out of the way. You know, we're gonna fly through these. And then now what's gonna be telecast on like national television not just on streaming is like the big spectacle as well as we're holding up the last two um awards which i don't know how i felt about that but i mean i i get the reason why so i i kind of hope that the grammys will see what the tonys did with this and do something like that where you can go on to paramount plus i don't know like one or two in the afternoon put it on 
and kind of like watch all the awards be given out to each other. That they'll give out the awards and then at like eight or nine o'clock at night, then they're like, okay, we're just doing performance after performance after performance after performance. We'll save like record of the year, album of the year, and song of the year for that telecast, but everything else has been given out out already. Correct. Um, Someone who I follow on Instagram, his name is... um, Day Willing, um, mm-hmm. he posted something that I kind of want to touch basis on. We kind of talked about it a little bit that night, but um, I will say most of the awards that night went to Moulin Rouge. Yes. Okay. Um, so he posted this on Instagram. He said, Moulin Rouge getting the Tony for Best Musical makes me further focus on the journey of the show's two leads, Karen Olivo and Aaron Tveit, and what they chose to do with their voices during the pandemic. Two very different journeys with two very specific outcomes. Karen Olivo, um, if you guys don't follow this show or... Broadway in general, Karen Olivo decided to opt out of returning to the role, which she was nominated for a Tony Award for. Mm-hmm. Um, she opted out because, like the industry, she just was kind of like, I want to see change. I don't see it. And I'm not coming back until I see change. And she called out like a bunch All of, of her castmates. Yeah. Oh, all of her castmates, she called out, not just her castmates, but she called out people in the business. She called out big names. She's producers, uh, techies. She she called out a plethora of things. I'm not going to say she's blacklisted. I wouldn't say she's blacklisted, but there is a giant question mark on her name, which for me... For me. No, she did everything she possibly needed to do to because she is the voice. She was the voice as well as Eden Espinosa. Those two girls were the voice of this change. Um, she doesn't. Um, Karen Oliva does not need this Tony Award. She has one already. Um, she used her voice. She used her platform. For the change. Mm-hmm. And then on the other half, you have Aaron Tevey, who was the only male nominated in his category. Yeah, the first time that this has happened since 75, I believe, 72. Correct. And like they had a little ah ha 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 moment where they mentioned like he had to receive 60% or 70% of votes 60. for in order for him to win the award, which is, you know, like, I mean, I'm not going to say who's going to do this, but that like going back to using his voice, he did the exact opposite of what Karen Olivo did. And I'm not going to say I was upset, but... I'm leaving him alone. Mm -hmm. The only person, in my own opinion, who mentioned Karen without mentioning Karen was our queen, Sonia Taye. Because in her speech, she was so nervous. She, like, it was, I was so happy for her because she is a juggernaut of, like, a human being in the dance world. Her dances, her her mind her creative energy is just mind-blowing she choreographed this musical she won the tony rightfully so but in her speech at the end of it she said for the people who are with us who started this show and who are no longer with us aka karen olivo this award is for you like 
how dare Aaron not mention Karen because that was his that was his leading lady. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge is not open yet. They're opening, I think, in a week or two. So, like, like Aaron, you want to be about it? Be about it. Like, and you didn't voice any of that. Like, it was so upsetting. And Karen, I was, I was paying attention. I, I watched the Tony Awards the next day. Yes, but I watched them and I went to her Instagram to see if she said anything. She stayed quiet. She didn't say absolutely. She didn't say a word. So I just was like. Good for you, but also, I'm angry. I'm I'm like, I mean, like I said, Karen doesn't need the award. No, she doesn't need the award. But why did every like almost every category Moulin Rouge won, except for Best Female, which rightfully so, great job, um, the girl for Tina Turner. Like mm-hmm. I'm, she was a woman of color. She won the award. She deserves it. One of three that she, won that night. She she deserves it very much so, but it's just the, it's just a little fishy to kind of like. Yeah, it is a little weird. It. it is a little weird because, and and I mean, we've never won in a big award like that. So we, I mean, the closest we've ever come to that sort of <laughs> notoriety and recognition is winning um, some Edgar Awards, award. which, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, is like the plastic crown in Mean Girls. You know what I mean? Like, it's very much that <laughs> energy, but. <laughs> But, you know, you and I have been watching award shows for almost two decades now. And usually, especially when it comes to a cast member, they generally think they're cast. And Aaron Tibet did give a very emotional speech. Yeah. But I was waiting for that, and I never really got that sort of, like, I'm also... Because even the girl who won for Featured Actress for uh, Jagged Little Pill, although seemed more so in the sense that it was, I better save face because our show's getting a lot of flack for a bunch of shit that's going down and things that people have found out about. Um the production and the way things have been rewritten so it caters more to a cisgender straight white sort of mentality um i don't know where i was gonna go with that but uh do we really expect anything less from a straight white man like honestly, who did not, who has not aged well? Which I know I'm throwing jabs now, but like, girl. I mean, he looks no. better than Ben Platt, but that's just you know my opinion. Well, he's older than Ben Platt, but I will say this: Jake Gyllenhaal in pink. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I I I'm not gonna say I've never been a fan of Jake Gyllenhaal, but mm-hmm. the jaw. The chest, the shoulders. I was standing up real tall for him when I saw him <laughs> on the fucking stage. Like I just was like, "Daddy Jake is here." Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and that was not the first time that we saw him in pink, looking like a straight up snack. That it's week, not? no, he. Um, I can't remember what. Uh, magazine okay. it was, but there is pink. a magazine that's coming out um, where he's in a pink sweater. 
and I'm pulling well, I it up right now. A, I need uh, my man in a suit. Uh, something about a suit just gets me. It's for Style Magazine. And I just... Hold on. Things are, things are happening. Oh, things, things are happening, Matthew. You ain't watching. Things are happening. But, like... <laughs> Look at this man. Right? Can you send that, can you send that to me, please? Yes, I can. I, I need to have so, some. I need to have some jerk bait for later. Not that. <laughs> not that. Not that. <laughs> not no. No. Not on this day. No. Not on our, not not on our, our birthday. Not on our baby's birthday. Here we are celebrating our child, and you want to discuss <laughs> jerking off. <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> Speaking of jerking off, <laughs> I get. Um, I don't know where I was going to go with that. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to go off on jerking off, but that was the Tony Awards, everybody. Thank you for listening to my t- to our TED talk, and we will see you next year, Tony Awards. Welcome back. Hopefully. <laughs> We'll see how fall goes really? with some Delta. <laughs> oh my God, how fall goes! It doesn't look very good. I'm telling you right now, mm. because I when I woke up this morning, I had an email from Broadway.com that stated Back to the Future the musical. Well, thanks so much for listening to this week. Uh, <laughs> happy one year birthday to us! I can't believe this has happened. Things are going crazy. What, what? is our life? Um, no, I'm being serious. We're not going to talk. About I am it not, not. I'm not acknowledging this. We're not I'm acknowledging. Not, that. I know. We're I, not. The words that we're came not. out of your mouth. Part of no. it was a glitch in the matrix. Those are those. That sentence. <laughs> that sentence does not exist in my. Does narrative. not exist. Nope. Bye. Nope. Nope. <laughs> just like. Uh, um. No. Just no. We're not. Just, it's not. just a no. It's just a. Just a. No. It's a no for me, dog. Uh, to circle back to American Idol. Enough about Broadway. Let's move on. Let's move on to something else. Right. Off Broadway. No, I'm just kidding. You want to know what my transition was going to be? What? Let's move on to something else. Diana the Musical, coming to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I but let, let, let's. I mean, let's let's kind of keep on that same trajectory, the same like musical theater sort of uh, idea. Twenty twenty one is the year of the movie musical. Yeah, we're and getting, we're getting a lot. We're getting waitress. Get waitress. Oh wait, oh, no. oh 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 oh. Sorry. Ooh, before I jump, have you seen the forty second teaser trailer for the West Side Story? Like, there's there's a new one. No, I have not. Okay, you gotta find it as great, as good as, as... I have never... I mean, I've been excited for a movie musical, but for some reason, I've seen West Side Story. The film? I've seen it... I've seen the film, I've seen it on... on Not on stage, like, by a Broadway company, but I've seen it, like, you know, by, by a very talented cast. Not high school production, but I've seen a production of it that it's, like... It's great. It's a great musical. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, this trailer makes me... The, the, like, when I watch these trailers, I get the emotion of, I'm gonna cry. 
Oh, I told you when the when the like full length trailer came out on YouTube, and I was a couple days late to it, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's a new trailer!" And you're like, "Girl, I saw this in the movie theater. What are you talking about?" I literally <laughs> sent this to you. Um, but watching that full trailer, it's it. I had chills all over my body. My eyes were welling up. It just. I have a feeling West Side Story, and I'm sure if you go back and listen to past episodes, I probably gave it shit or whatever. I was like, why is Steven Spielberg doing this? Just like a lot of other people. But But claps for Steven Spielberg. Holy shit, this looks so good. If anything, if anything, the musical numbers look like they're going to be spectacular. The cinematography is breathtaking. Like, breathtaking. That image i'm getting chills now just like thinking about it and describing it but that image of the shadows coming together on the on the pavement oh fucking beautiful so beautiful or the image or the image of maria looking down at tony and his hands are like in that barricade and like their hands just just touch each other because they know they like This movie's I'm, like, gonna I'm, me. I'm truly not gonna watch the 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 first film. I'm not even gonna show it to Daniel. Daniel knows nothing about West Side Story. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna go see it, and I just can't wait. I can't wait. I will be doing the opposite because I don't think that I've ever fully seen the original film in its entirety. And if I do, it's I great. was way too young to remember it. It's great. It's still good. Um, still haven't seen Dear Evan Hansen. It's been out for a week. Um, I'm just going to... I'm going to wait. <laughs> I'm going to wait as, poss- as long as I possibly can. Well, I told seen- you the rumor was that because it bombed at the box office this past weekend, uh, that the streaming date is locked in for 17 days from its premiere. So it should be out within the next week or two. I'll I will say this. I'm like... For me, I know we're not... Like, okay, so this is our one-year birthday. Mm -hmm. I am going to challenge myself because, like, um, I've been seeing a lot of people... um, You and I like to talk about it, like, yucking people's muck. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, is that the right term? Yucking yucking people's yum. Yeah, they're yum. So... Like, I do like yucking someone's yuck though, muck though. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. But like, in general, you don't like. I don't have to like something. Just because I don't like it doesn't mean that it's horrible. Because other people may like it. Right. So I have chosen to challenge myself. If I don't enjoy something, I'm not gonna go in the way I normally would like this past year on Improper Intimacies so you know if if like just because at the end of the day that's somebody's work you know right. it's somebody's work somebody put their whole heart into it and you know if they're a bad person then I will yuck their yum because it's kind of like you know mm-hmm. which instance for like this whole Dear Evan Hansen thing I'm not I'm walking into it as a fan of the show I was a fan of Ben Platt he has 
gone and done said some things that are out of line I still want to see it because again I enjoy the show right the show is you know it enticed me I was in a place Mm -hmm. at that time when it came out I was because remember I was talking to you I was like bitch I want to book a flight tomorrow to New York City Mm -hmm. to fucking go see this show that was off Broadway but you know did it happen no but like I have followed it from the beginning Mm -hmm. um so going back to like what I was saying, I'm going to make it a personal thing. If I don't like something, that doesn't make it horrible. It just means that it's not for me. It's funny that you bring Does this that make up. Sense? Yeah, no, it's funny that you bring this up because I've actually have had this inner monologue with myself for a couple of weeks now because I too am like, why do I one I'll fully admit our dear Evan Hansen uh, episode where we went off and I went off I'm kind of embarrassed by because it's like why are you so and I know a lot of it was more pointed at um, Ben Platt's statements in, in that whole thing and this idea that dude you're 28 why are you but then everybody's like, yeah, but Greece, you know, um, I almost called her Sterling K. Brown. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on. Daddy Sterling K. Brown. <laughs> right? No. Uh, Stalker Channing was like 32 or 33 when she did Greece, And I'm like, yeah, but everybody was older. And that's beside the point. Um, anyway, you know. I'm embarrassed about that episode because, I mean, it was my feelings at the time and, you know, that's kind of like the whole process of this this show is, is for us just to kind of like talk about shit that we're feeling about uh, or feeling, you know what I mean. Um, and so it was more pointed at like his statements and his handling of this whole situation plus the nepotism of it all, which is Hollywood. It, it happens. Um but I've been thinking about that uh, that episode a lot lately, especially as the release date for Evan Hansen was approaching. And I've come to the conclusion that even though it may not be for me, it doesn't mean that it's not for somebody else. And just because something right. doesn't vibe with me doesn't necessarily mean that somebody else doesn't find enjoyment out of it. And I and I I shouldn't, and society as a whole shouldn't. Take that away from somebody. Like, I'm starting to come to this uh, idea and this mentality way of thinking that not everything is for me. Not everything is made for me. And we need to just... we just let other people. yeah, Yeah, we just let... We just need to let people enjoy the things that make them happy. Because our world is a whole bunch of fucked up right now, and we all just want a little bit of joy. I will watch Evan Hansen. I know I probably said I wouldn't and this and everything else. I'm going to watch it because I need to form my own opinion about a piece of work before I can fully, you know, shit all over it. <laughs> now, in terms of... but. But I, I, I kind of want to go forward, especially with like when we talk about TV shows and movies and music and all that other crap um, on here. But I want to go forward in my daily life and on the show uh, where we 
where I'm very much of, you know what, it wasn't a thing for me, but if you enjoy this, 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 you might enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, kind of flipping the script. It may not be for me, but I would suggest... Flip the script, yeah. I, like... Perfect example. My dog's fighting in the other room. I don't like it for me. They're enjoying themselves because they're playing. (laughs) I need to shut this door. Hold on a second. (laughs) No, what I was going to say is... Uh, <laughs> uh, but everybody's talking about Jamie. You and I both watched it, and we both formed our own opinions about it. And having spent some time away from um, the film and kind of thinking about it over the past, what, week and a half, two weeks since I've seen it, that I uh-huh. realized that that movie was not made for me. But yes, had... Matthew and Victor been 14, 15, 16 years old and just discovered everybody's talking about Jamie, our feelings would be completely different because it is more aimed towards that sort of demographic, if that makes sense. So it's like, it's mm-hmm. not for me. I can, I, I, I can find things that I enjoyed about it and I can find things that didn't really vibe or work well for me in terms of structure, story, um, whatever. But there are still little bits of, uh, little pieces of something that I can say, I really enjoyed the musical numbers. You know, Richard E. Grant was a, a great performance. You know, there were some songs that I really enjoyed. I thought the mother, you know, that sort of thing. I can piece out things that I didn't like. Doesn't mean I have to necessarily like the whole package. And when yes. there's something that I don't like and just have negative feelings about, maybe I just don't want to talk about it anymore. You know, right. I could, if. Say we do watch Dear Evan Hansen. I mean, we'll probably go into details on, on our feelings and thoughts on it. But say we didn't have the whole Ben Platt thing. It was something completely different. Or, you know what? No. Say West Side Story does come out. We're both excited for it. And it turns out I hate every bit of that movie. I'm talking second one to very last second in the film. Hate everything that is in whatever time frame that is. I'm just going to be like, you know what? It just wasn't for me. These were some things that I didn't really gel with, but if that's your cup of tea, then that's your cup of tea. And leaving it at that. Not necessarily ripping something apart just for the sake of ripping something apart because I didn't enjoy it. You know what? Here at Improper Intimacies, we love growth. We love... What else do we love? We love... Weed. Weed and becoming better people. And hot you know, men. And hot ass men, please. Ooh, can we start getting dick pics? (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, if you want to go there, I have been getting them a lot recently. I'm having a little no, bit you of a, have not. I have been having a little bit of a dickassance lately. And um, let me tell you something. Tell me, girl. I have officially entered the daddy phase of uh, adulthood because I, love it. I have, um, <laughs> how do I say, found myself procuring a uh, small little group of gentlemen who enjoy... Um, Getting dicked down by uh, your truth. Getting dicked down (laughs) by a man in his early 30s who's doing the damn thing and knows how to give it. So do it, you. You keep doing you. I love it. And I'm just saying, you know, we are entering a new phase in our life, uh, going into year two with some daddy energy, and that's okay. (laughs) It's fine. Honestly... I didn't get my daddy energy until I met Daniel. <laughs> I mean, come on now. It's the truth, though. <laughs> it's the straight up fucking truth. I mean, it's always been there. We just haven't allowed it to fully come to its uh, growth and in exactly. full potential. Um, yes. But yeah, um, I... I've recently um, procured a list of a few gentlemen callers who have uh, become a few regulars and one that also (laughs) may become another regular. But, you know, it's... (laughs) It's really... It's really sort of shifted my whole frame of mind and my, like, thought processes on things because it's like... It's just a confidence boost, you know? Like, yeah. I fooled around with a younger gentleman a few nights ago, and um, I got a text message stating that uh, it was the best sex that he had ever had, and Congratulations. rocked his world. And I'm just like, yeah, because I'm great at what I do. <laughs> You're welcome. You're fucking welcome. I'm glad you got to have that experience. Don't get attached. I don't know where the CBD is finally hitting. I don't know where that was going. Where I was going with that. Um, I love this. But we love a Dickasons. We love a Dickasons. So, yeah. I mean, we are both partnered up. We're both booed up. But if you still want to send us those dick pics, by all means, go for it. We can no dick pic. We can look. We can look. <laughs> One of us we can also titties. <laughs> We also love titties. Yes. So we love a good set of titties. Love them. Always <laughs> Not love. Us always just love. Like, what are we doing? I don't know. What is this, this? Is, this, is, <laughs> this has evolved into an episode of um, Hot Goss. Uh, we're like, okay, send us your questions, but we will only answer them if you send us your tits or your dick. <laughs> Oh lord! Disgusting! Disgusting! Oh god! <laughs> Which one of you shit in the you toilet and didn't flush? <laughs> disgusting! <laughs> I hate you! I hate you! <laughs> oh 
goodness. Oh my goodness. What were your it's thoughts just... on Everybody Loves Jamie? Or everybody's talking about Jamie? Um I'm just gonna say this. I want that hour and forty-five minutes of my life back, which I will never get. So I enjoyed it more than you did, is what you're saying. <laughs> I think I think I think you did, but also too, you enjoy British TV a lot m- like more than I do. <laughs> like I don't know, I love Drag Race UK, but I just I, I just can't do. I, I I didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't for me. I don't know why it wasn't for me. I can't pinpoint why. It just I it didn't grasp me. I and I think what it was was. The the cho- not say the choice of songs, but the type, the way they were singing, it just, I couldn't, I couldn't grasp it. So if you enjoy it, great, I'm happy for you, because again, queerness is represented. Yes. On mainstream television, and that's what I'm here for. Yes. We have stories. We are real human beings. Mm-hmm. We are people. Share our stories. So. With that, I love me a drag queen. But do you love so yourself a baby drag queen? <laughs> um, I did at one time. Oh, God. We're not going there. Um, anyway, so everybody's <laughs> talking about Jamie. Uh, it's available on Amazon Prime, I believe. Uh, yes, give Amazon it a, Prime. Give it a watch. It's a cute little coming-of-age British musical um, based off of a West End stage production, based off of a true story about a young boy who wanted to dress up in drag for his prom and kind of how everybody sort of came together and rallied around him uh, when a very angry and not really sure what the motivation uh, behind it was uh, educator said no. Um, it's a lovely story. There, there are some things that I would, I wouldn't necessarily say this. The movie was terrible, but I will say there are some things that I would have changed, uh, especially for a film production. Um, the guy who plays the lead, Jamie, it was his first feature film. He had never been in a film or television or anything. This was like his first oh, role. Oh, cute! Congratulations. Uh, the guy who originally played Jamie on the West End played the drag queen, um, or played a younger version of Loco Chanel, the Richard E. Grant character. Um, I just felt like there were some pacing issues. Uh, I. I almost would have done... Hmm. If this had a bigger budget, I think some of the songs could have been reworked. Uh, maybe have Elton John come on as a mu- music consultant and maybe write a few songs or beef up a few songs. Um, I mean, even Andrew some... Weber. He makes good music. You shut your mouth right now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Thank you for listening to Improper <laughs> <laughs> I I'm so glad you guys enjoyed the final episode of this podcast. <laughs> no, I, Happy birthday to us. <laughs> <laughs> We're one. We killed our baby. Uh, no, I, I just... I, there were some pacing issues. There were a few storylines that I'm like, okay, well, this... 
in real life is kind of like the outcome of that. So really that kind of plot line could have been reworked some other way. I just felt like there's some story structure things that could have been reworked. But overall, I enjoyed myself. It was a fun time. And like you said, there is a movie musical that's on a major streaming platform that has quite a bit of notoriety behind it was an original uh, stage production on the West End centering around a young queer kid where it's not a coming out story it's this is who I am he's already out he's already established as a queer kid in the school you know he's got his little bully which I was like is this going to be a love triangle situation ended up not being that thank god did not go the glee route but it's good to see queer stories being put uh to film and to television in big major ways like q force yeah i love q force have you watched it yet not yet but i've heard great things besides what you've told me and i heard someone mention a joke that is said on the show and it was the joke wait what was the joke um that's not right no it's not right but it's okay thunderpuss remix yes 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 oh my god yes (laughs) okay um that character who says that his name is Twink mm-hmm. and he is my favorite character in the in the whole fucking series he it's so fucking he's the best I love Twink I mean I, I love me a Twink in general I mean, but you know this <laughs> this <laughs> Victor has a type I'm not sorry <laughs> we all have a type it's fine it's okay there ain't nothing wrong with that um so seeing that this is our one year anniversary, mm-hmm. we've now officially completed year one of improper intimacies. Um, and we don't have to wrap up here. This is just kind of something that I've been thinking about today as we were sort of talking about recording. Uh, but, and it's not really something you and I have talked about off mic, and maybe it is an off mic conversation, but I think we should mm-hmm. at least sort of put things out there, start manifesting things for ourselves. Put me on the spot. Put me on the spot. Where do you see our show in year two? Like, what do you want for Improper Intimacies going into year two? I mean, I still want it to be fun. Oh, of course. Like, it it has to be fun. Because... We if you if you don't love what you're doing, why the fuck are you doing? Exactly. So, um, it has to be fun still. Um, I would love to start making some money off of it, but again, I'm <laughs> doing this because I love hanging out with my best friend, mm-hmm. and I love talking about this this kind of stuff like we can just we can talk about this shit forever we can laugh you know so um what i love some sponsorships and some checks be written to me hell yes i would oh yeah you, you know that. i would love hell that. yes but for the next year i think 
Yeah, actually, we were talking about this a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. I want to get myself in to a position to where I am on the front line of going to premieres. Actually, you know, doing full on reviews of, you know, of a movie, of a musical, Mm -hmm. of a play, going to a jazz show, going to a fucking open mic night and bringing on artists Mm -hmm. to talk about their craft and, you know, Mm -hmm. figure out who they are as a person, not who they are, but like, who are you? And then tie them into our own show and build 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 friendships you know because you and i are friends we are best friends we're brothers mm-hmm. but i think it's time to you know bring other people that are not to say up and coming but have you know their own trajectory of what they want and what they're trying to do and put them out there you know this is a great platform people are listening to us and why not share that and why not you know grow off of that i i i fully fully 100 percent agree with that i i would like to give this uh i would like to create a space on the podcast where we talk to acquaintances, friends, and family, um, new people in our lives that we come across and we meet, whatever. Yes. I would like to make this a space for them to talk about their work, talk about their art, what they've got going on in their life, and kind of um, promote their stuff and, and sort of get eyes on them because since starting this I mean we've always sort of surrounded ourselves with creative people it, it, we're just drawn to it it helps like really sort of build our our own creative energy and creative juices going when we're feeding off of what other people are doing in our lives but since starting this we have friends who have started their own podcasts and we yeah. have, you know, reached out to them and said, Hey, if you want to come on, we want to, you know, have you on so you can talk about what you're doing. Like we've got Katie who's, you know, with her podcast and, and, and kind of doing a show that's more catered to literature and, and sort of going down that route. We've got Beth who's, you know, killing it, killing it with, uh, her podcast Runaway Eve and kind of having her on to discuss that you know we've got other friends who just aren't in the podcast space but who are doing like art shows and shit like Jalissa and we've got you know musicians in our in our circle of friends and, and kind of I would like to bring our circle in to kind of discuss what gets them creatively excited and, and what they're enjoying doing with their life but also new people and if we I'd like to connect with other podcasts I would like to create uh, with other creators and sort of start to build that sort of um, network of people to where we're kind of spreading the word about us but also allowing people to spread the word on what they're doing Um, I mean if in if in year two we uh, we find that we're in a space where we're able to I don't know make a little point that off of some stuff then that's cute I mean I don't want to put pressure and say like that's like the ultimate goal because like 
at the end of the day, I want this, just like you said, to be fun and something that I enjoy doing with my best friend um, and, and kind of building something special that we, 20 years later, can look back on and be like, oh my God, remember when? Da, 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 da. Or I was listening to our backlog and... <laughs> Do you remember why, like episode why did three? We say that? <laughs> yeah, like you know, I mean, I'm sure we have said some problematic stuff on here or stuff oh, that sure. won't age well twenty years from now, ten years from now, shit, even two years from now. Um, but I was listening to a podcast today that uh, I've listened to for a number of years now, and they're they're about to reach six hundred episodes. Oh wow! And like, I think back to when I first discovered them, I like binge listened to, I think it was like 128 episodes that they had at that point. And it really kind of being this timeline and this storyline of their life and in, in, in their life events. And I want that for us. I want this to be a space that we, of, I want this to be a project and I want this to be a space where you and I are both at the end of the day proud of because. I know at the end of year one, you and I are looking back on this year and are so proud of what we've done. Yeah. So proud of what we've done. Like you and I have always talked about doing something creative together because we're creative partners, bitch. Like that's just the way it is. Ain't nobody going to come between the two of us in that sense. But we always talked about doing something like this and we finally bit the bullet. We finally did it. And I love it so much and I don't want it to stop. Like I don't want us to stop creating things together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Anyway, that was a long window. I love that for us. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you and too. And I wouldn't be I don't I wouldn't be doing this project with anybody else. No. So I mean, yeah, it's just it is what it is. I'm glad that we are in each other's corners always. Of course. And thank you to Miss Improper Intimacies for keeping us together. <laughs> we really, really need to um, give a shout out to one Miss Natalie Portman and one <laughs> Miss Scarlett Johansson yes. for birthing <laughs> this beast. Yeah. <laughs> for real. <laughs> and if you don't understand that, that's your fault. Look at then you need to go back to episode. You need to go back to episode one and listen through again. Because <laughs> we mentioned no. I I really feel like when we talked about the other Bowen girl being the first movie we review on the podcast never happened. But I remember like that, and I'm like, oh my god, what if improper intimacies was the title, and that sort of like kickstarting everything and us getting excited about it. I just it's I'm gonna wild. cry um, it's wild it's wild I'm just I feel like this podcast has one brought us a lot closer 
especially during such a tumultuous year in our... I mean, you and I have always been close and we'll always be close. But during the pandemic, not being able to see each other as often, not being able to, like, have a face-to-face conversation or have a phone conversation... Um, seeing since starting this podcast our lives have only gotten better yeah and you and I have only attracted good things in our life Mm -hmm. and I truly think it's because of this podcast well and also like I mean it's because of this podcast but also because you and I are we're at our we began to be at a place to where it's like not to say we are we we began we began to be selfish people but it kind of, no it was not to say selfish people but like we put ourselves first put ourselves first we put our baby first yeah and you know nothing but good things good moments good you know thing like good friendships good you know texts have came from this so this is just the beginning me home it's just the beginning so with that we love you thank you so we much we thank for you for listening every single week whether you agree with us or disagree we appreciate you always coming back and being our friend so that mijo over there that's my best friend matthew and that beautiful talented mijo there is my best friend victor yeah and this is improper intimacies we couldn't do this without you this year could not have been what it was without your guys's support and love don't go anywhere because we ain't no we ain't we may go on hiatus from time to time when life gets a little crazy but we always come back with good stories exactly and also that too if you're at a place to where you are being stretched out say no don't be afraid to say no Mm -hmm. take a break for yourself stop what you're doing reflect move forward that's what this is for us. It's it's not a Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. It's when we want to do it, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And when we got something to say, we got Tamisha something. and Mom is never invited, but we don't have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> when we have something to so, say, we will say what we say. <laughs> yeah. So, we love you guys. We'll Thank talk you. to you later. Um, this song that we're about to go out right now with... Wait, before we do up, this, before we oh, hit okay. him with a gay anthem... <laughs> I just want everybody to know that in the two hours that we have been recording this episode, Victor has taken off his clothes and put them back on. <laughs> so I want you to I want you to have that image in your mind. It would not be improper intimacies without be, being improper with the full chest and the <laughs> or intimate. <laughs> so with that, Victor. <laughs> Kicking off year two. Let's hit them with a game anthem. Let's go. And then we'll insert. <laughs> thank you for listening to us this week. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you would like to give us a follow, we are on Instagram at Improper Intimacies. Also, 
we are on Apple Podcasts. And if you can go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review, it actually really helps the podcast get uh, discovered more. Um, and if we get enough reviews or and enough traction. leave us a two or three star if you're not feeling us. No, we need the five-star reviews, girl, because that's what gets okay, you I'm sorry. Okay, let's do this again. Let's do this again. <laughs> let's do it again. Let's do it again. You don't have to like the episode. Just rate it five stars. You can leave whatever you want in um, the review section. Uh, and that just helps us get noticed and gets the podcast out there. There. share it if you like um we love seeing everybody listening and sharing on like their instagrams and stories and stuff if you guys want to let us know something that you watched or something that you've seen that you feel like we you know deserves you know a hot topic on the podcast let us know dm us email us please we want to hear from you guys yeah, if there's something that we've mentioned in passing and you would like us to do a bit more of a deep dive, let us know and we'll actually do that in future episodes because we love to talk about movies, TV, music, toys from our childhood, commercials from our childhood. And uh, if there's anything that you want us to talk about, we're more than willing to, to look into it and, and do a deep dive into it. The dirtier, the better. This is Matthew Burris. And this is Victor Ortiz. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.